in to Padre Pascal, a bi-weekly celebration of the actor Pedro Pascal, where we explore his filmography and how some of his greatest performances came to be. I'm Rachel. And I'm Katrina. And this, I, I can read what I'm supposed to say. And this week we're covering Burn Notice, The Fall of Sam Axe. It's going to be a wild one because I'm just going to talk about Bruce Campbell the whole time. Uh, Katrina, how are you? I'm fully feral, Rachel. How are you? I'm doing great. No, I'm, you know, I'm fully feral. I think that's where I'm at. I think the first sentence I went with, I'm not even going to mess around with you. I'm just like, I just, I just finished watching this thing like right before we started recording. So like I'm straight off the high of it. Um, And I, I have theories and I don't want to know anything else outside of my theories. Um, but I'm willing to learn, I guess. How are you? <laughs> I want to know what you're willing to learn. Yeah. <laughs> People change, Rachel. Within two seconds. <laughs> yes, it's called character development. <laughs> oh, buddy. How are you? Oh, fine. Um, a lot of happened <laughs> uh, since our last episode. And I thought a lot had happened when we last saw each other and then it just kept on happening. Um, Cause I, I guess a, a quick rundown is we, we went, we're going to talk a lot about it, but the quick rundown is we went to star Wars celebration. I came home. I did press for Lightyear, where Chris Evans said, hi. Uh, first of all, hi, Rachel. I love Rachel. And Taika Waititi also said he loved me. So that was fun for me as a human. And then second, I went to the Tonys where Hugh Jackman, I do not think gave me co- has given me COVID. I'm negative, so I think I'm in the clear. But Hugh Jackman had COVID at the Tony Awards. Dang, um, that Jackman strain is going around. Listen, I was nowhere near him. And for the, uh, as I tweeted, I feel like I'm the only person ever who was like, I'm very happy that I was nowhere near Hugh Jackman. Yeah, you didn't get jacked up by Jackman. Yeah, I didn't. Um, and that's the quick rundown of where I'm at mentally. It's it's been a it's been a whirlwind. Yeah, it it's definitely it's been a, a it's quite a set of weeks, I would say. Um, I'm very I'm so excited. I'm getting the reg- wedding registry ready for uh, Chris and and Rachel. We're all so happy. Um, Tyka's going to be the flower girl, which is everyone's really excited, you guys. Um, but it was it was great. Oh my god, like. I would love to talk about celebration for a second because that's well, yeah. like the first I time. Think it's gonna be the the bulk yeah. of this episode because while I I love a good burn notice, I I don't know what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> it's like I figured celebration was gonna be the bulk of this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Go through go through your feelings. I'll go through mine. Then we can talk about what we did together. All that good stuff. Yeah, um, this was supposed, okay, in theory, this was my first celebration where I was purposefully not working. I didn't sign up for press opportunities. I wasn't working on like looking for lay or anything. And so like I bought a four day pass and I was like, I'm going to have the chillest celebration weekend ever. And that was not the case, Um, uh, which is in most ways, it's all very good. Like it's, it was an incredible weekend. Like I, uh, I spoke on two panels, which was really cool. Uh, Triad of the Force had me on their podcast panel. And I also uh, spoke on the uh, Latinx representation panel, which was really great. Like 
our friend Danny was there. Hector Navarro was there. Uh, Kay- Kayla Dom Soto, um, uh, John Rochelle, just the whole panel was fantastic uh, that day. And, and we were up against like the Bad Batch. So I was surprised that like we almost had a completely full um, um, hallway and, and you were there. I was, thank you so much for that. Um, yeah. A proud mom in the corner. I was just like, yeah, yeah, that was so much fun. Like, I, I'm really, like, I'm really glad that I got those opportunities. And like, it was just, it was nice to have, I guess, like the, the, you know, because we're going to hear all about what it's like doing press at, at Celebration when you start speaking in a minute. And so I just like, I enjoyed, even though I was running around, like all the way through the con, there was like, not a moment where I wasn't like running to try and get to like a friend or a booth or a panel or whatever. Um, uh, but I enjoyed like having this year where I was just like, I'm just going to attend as a fan and, and like just really enjoy it and embrace it and take in what we get this year because like, you know, um, we, we, we were given quite a bit uh, this year. We had some great experiences. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so for me, I was, uh, as Katrina said, I was press, which was slightly different. Um, it was my first ever celebration and also my first press at celebration. So I got there. Me, Katrina and our producer, Ashley, were all in a room with our friend Arzu. So it was really fun because we all kind of like, we didn't get to hang out in the room that much, but we all hung out together throughout the weekend. So that was kind of fun. But um, it was nice to be back home in Cali, even though I was nowhere near from where I lived. Um, It was just kind of fun to be there. And it felt normal, even though like, I think we were the only group of people who didn't end up with COVID Mm -hmm. um, because we all wore masks and stayed away from people because I don't like people. So Mm -hmm. it worked out. But um, the celebration was really cool because um, the first day with my press pass, that meant I got to go into, like, I had seats for uh, the big panels. Uh, and so I got to go into the, like, Lucasfilm uh, showcase that they did, which um, I, I felt like I was going to break as a human being because it was just, like, <laughs> so many things that I love thrown at me all at the same time. Um, And I don't do well with that. Like I truly thought my brain, like I was having like an aneurysm when the Disney shareholders meter meeting happened. uh, Like, I guess two years ago and um, they announced like all the star Wars and all the Marvel stuff all at once. And I felt like my brain was exploding because they announced. (laughs) I couldn't comprehend what was going on. And that was kind of the same feeling. Like, I was like, oh, I'm dying. Great, cool. Like, I'm dying in a room full of Star Wars nerds. No notes. Um, But, like, for me, that day specifically, yes, I saw Hayden Christensen. Yes, I saw, like, these people that I love and have loved my whole life. But the the thing that fully just kind of, like, broke me as a human, um, Katrina's nodding because she knows what picture I'm about to show, was John Williams comes out does the obi-wan kenobi theme for the first time we were all like holy shit that's really cool then i don't know why my brain didn't correlate this but it it did not kathleen kennedy was like oh john williams also wrote a really important score it is not connected to star wars but it is part of lucasfilm so he starts playing the indiana jones theme i assumed it was just going to be like pictures from indiana jones what i was not prepared for 
was to see the love of my life since I was six years old, Harrison Ford walk out on stage. And when he did, I looked like this. Um, <laughs> Maggie Lovett, friend of the pod, he's been here. Um, Let us know if you want that on a shirt. I want it on a shirt. <laughs> this picture of me because every there are like five pictures of me from Celebration on chairs because I'm short. So I just would stand up on a chair so I could see what was going on. Um, and I was up on a chair sobbing and Maggie took a picture of me just ugly crying because I saw Harrison Ford. Um, and then the, obviously we're going to talk about our joint stuff. Another cool thing was I did the Mandalorian panel. So I saw Pedro Pascal for the first time. Granted, he was hundreds of feet away, but I saw him. Um, and I just kept taking really dumb selfies with, because it, it looked Sir, if you're listening to this, please tell me yes or no. It looked as if he could see me because it was like there was no one in between me and him. Like all of the heads split. It was like a red <laughs> And it was just like I kept having – Ashley, I'm sure, is making fun of me because she made fun of me at the time. It literally looked like the Red Sea had parted, and it was just a straight line for to me and like Pascal. <laughs> and I was like – can this man <laughs> see me? Um, and uh, Ashley also said she's making fun of me quietly. Um, because I texted her and I was like, I feel like he can just see me. He can't. I'm well aware. I'm hundreds of feet away. However, in my mind, he could see me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the thing, the, the other thing that was great that happened that was not uh, Katrina and I adjacent was... I got to go to Star Wars night. So after our lovely podcast meetup that we will talk about, because that is a joint thing, mm-hmm. I started walking towards Disney because I had tickets for Star Wars night. And as I was walking there, our lovely producer Ashley texted me and said, are you on your way over here? Because John Favreau was walking. And now if you know anything about me, you know I love John Favreau. I could, can't explain it. It's always kind of been there. I just love John Favreau. I love the replacements. I love Chef. I love the movie swingers. I love everything he's ever done. I love him. <laughs> um, and so I've never spoken to him. I've never seen this man in the flesh. So this weekend was a whole to do because I was like, oh my God, I'm seeing John Favreau. So Ashley texts me <laughs> and all of my friends turn around and I'm gone. Because I was beelining up to where him and Dave were. <laughs> but instead of talking to Dave, like to John Favreau, I say to Dave Filoni, like, hey, you make Pittsburgh proud. And he's like, are you from there? I was like, I'm from Newcastle because that's where I was born, which is like a little bit outside of Pittsburgh. And I didn't say a word to John Favreau. But what I did was take a very bad selfie of myself with John Favreau just <laughs> um, oh my god Rachel oh wow oh wow this is Mara Jade mind you I am dressed like oh the now defunct character Mara Jade wow um, yeah and so and it, it, my, it is Ash, my contact photo in Ashley's phone the minute I took it she was like that's my contact photo for you Um, oh my god that's amazing but yeah so my way was a lot of that like moments that I'm like this feels wrong I shouldn't be here and then also not caring I did spill (laughs) coffee all over myself as the grand inquisitor himself Rupert friend 
just was like looking for his people to come lead him where he needed to go. I just like dumped a Starbucks coffee everywhere in my mask. Like I was holding my mask like this and there's just like oh, a no. coffee. Oh, and that's God. the press experience of Star Wars celebration. I did all other cool things, but like that was the one that I'm like all of that nonsense is yeah. what I remember more. That's that, that sounds like Star Wars celebration to me. You know, lots of magic moments. There's a, uh, you know, we, we we ran into some celebrities we didn't expect. That was kind of cool. Like, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the the big thing we should talk about is the meetup, which was so exciting. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you guys, when Rachel and I planned this, we were like, it's going to be us and Ashley getting drunk at the fire pit. Like well, maybe some of our friends that we were staying with would come. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe some of our roommates would like grace up, grace us with like their presence before they go to Disney or whatever. But um, but this ended up being really cool. Like it was a really great get together, and I was really happy that everyone was so down with it being like outside, and the location worked out so well because there was like a walk up bar for people who wanted to drink and. People who did it could just come and vibe. It was uh, it was so cool, and and it was really nice to just like get to see that like real people listen to our podcast. That was that was wow. That was insane for me. Yeah, like it was wild to have people like say, "Oh, hey, like I'm so and so," like, and I've seen them on Twitter. And that was like the crazy part. It's like, oh yeah, like I've you've tweeted, like I've seen your Twitter name tweeted at us, but it was like weird to like have people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, um, here we go. Yeah, we've got some shots from the meetup here. So like, yeah. here's here's like some of the group filtering in. There's like Rachel in the Mara Jade outfit. <laughs> some of our friends from podcastings and me over there on my phone, I guess. Um, we had it outside of Trader Sam's, which you guys can see in the background in the Disneyland um, Plaza, uh, the Hotel Plaza, and uh, and it was great. It was like some meat guys uh, showed up, some of our our friends showed up, and then like after y'all left for the um, for uh, Star Wars night, uh, a couple shifts of other people kind of like came through. So. It was really nice. Our friend Tori came in after. There was a lot of, like, it was, like, a mix of, I I think you said it was nice because it was a mix of, like, publishing Mm -hmm. and Padro just all kind of merged. Just, like, hanging out. Like, that was cool because it was just, like, you know, uh, having, having, like, actual published Star Wars authors, like, intermingle with us was, like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm glad we provided them that space, you know? Yeah. And it was really, it was just, that was really fun because I think it made us realize that people like listen. Um, We had a lot of, okay, so we also should talk about all of our friends on the Saturday that (laughs) Pascal was there who were like, I, our one friend, Christina, who we're hoping to get on the pod is huge in Star Wars. And then our other friends who are like above me in the press lineup, um, they were all on like the press line and Christina interviewed him for star Wars. Um, and they all just kept yelling Padro Pascal at this man in different ways Yeah, because they were our friends. So our friend, Laura, who I love very much, she just like 
interviewed him and he walked away and she just screamed Padre Pascal, I guess. And he turned around and was like, like, and then I think Maggie said, like, everyone kind of kept being like Padre mm-hmm. Pascal. And then Christina interviewed him and she said it too. And he was like, my God, like, all of <laughs> like, kept being like, hey, you should, those are our friends. You should listen to that. Um, yeah. And so either he hates us now or he's just so well aware that he's like, okay, I'm going to listen. Both uh, are equal possibilities. And, uh, and you know what? I'm really, I'm, I'm willing to roll the dice uh, yeah. when it comes to who, how he knows us. But it's, I mean, I think that all of that kind of equals that to like, I'm so thankful for the overwhelming support we have received in these past few months. Like it's, it's just been so cool to see the audience grow and, and to meet other people in the in the um, very specific Pedro Pascal fandom, like I, it was, it's just I love it when I can find a sub fandom because it's just you know it feels a little stronger and a little more fun. So I I hope that you guys really love this show because we have some really big plans for it that are way bigger than doing burn notice, which is what we're going to do today. Um, but yeah, like. <laughs> We're going to talk about Bruce Campbell so much because it's me. Oh, yeah. Um, he's over. I can't get him off my wall, but I have a picture of Bruce Campbell, like, right next to my bed. Um, As you should. As you should. But, like, yeah, it's just, it's very nice because it's, like, this started because I I was watching his stuff during quarantine and I was, like, I want to do a podcast. And Katrina was, like, okay. And it was just, it started as, like, a, why not? What are we doing? We're trapped inside. And now it's kind of, like, this fun thing where where people know us and like listening to it and our friends keep telling Pedro Pascal like hey listen to this podcast it's just very nice I don't know well well, we're excited to grow with you and to continue celebrating this like extensive and interesting grow with you that's great yeah I, I don't know we've got so much to talk about over the coming year like we can Ashley, literally can we do that on a shirt. Huh? I said, Ashley, can we put that on a shirt? We're excited to grow with you. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Come on. Sorry. I it talk like an so elementary good. school teacher. I'm it sorry. Be like, that would have been a quote on like Avid Elementary, and I would have been like, yeah, <laughs> someone's making fun of someone for this quote. <laughs> but I love I it so much. It. Hashtag we grow with you. Um, but we're not done talking about Star Wars Celebration because it was also really cool because it was the first time that Katrina and I got to actually meet and hang out in person. Oh, wait, Ashley, before we say this, Ashley said I could make it into a fortune cookie design. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we grow with you. Um, it's the first time we got to meet together in person and it was really cool because it was well we clearly can get along on a virtual level but it was fun getting to hang out and like talk to each other and like not be exclusively on the computer i know it was like we got to and of course our our producer ashley was also there uh part of our ruby lineup and so i've met her before we have it which is wild because it's wild because we live in our in la but it's unex- it's totally expected because we live she in said, la wow she's yelling right. at me because i said i met her before it's not a lie i had met ashley before katrina yep 
So it's like, it was nice to just kind of have everybody together and, and, and especially because everything has been changing so much for the podcast recently. So it's kind of like, it was good to congregate and like be together and experience stuff together. Cause like this, this show was something real special. And we have like a couple, a couple photos. I think like, okay, this one's my favorite that Ashley took. I that think was, it's so cute. When we were also being sags, it was the end of celebration. Yeah. And they were talking about like, the best thing about Star Wars is the fans and the love for the franchise. And we're standing there in the back, just like, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. that was the ceremonies. I loved that. Oops. Not that. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get to that That's later. A sneak peek for our news. celebration. <laughs> um, and there's also, Oh, we, another cool thing we got to do was at celebration. They had this, um, the Mandalorian experience, which had, set pieces and things from the show it was really cool because we got to walk through um katrina had already done it we just snuck her in <laughs> we were like she's with us um and they went oh okay and they just let her in. it was for a brief moment we thought it wasn't going to work and then the guy let her in yeah. um, but it did mean that we got to do a prayer <laughs> to the mandalorian yes we prayed at the altar we put in our time I feel you like know. there are, what, two, three pictures of us doing this? Just oh, right yeah. Now. I suppose. Like, there are, like, other photos, too, that we'll we'll probably share later on. But, like, this was the one I really wanted because I was like, we have to we have to kneel at the altar, you know, and, uh, and put in our respects. Yeah, we did. Um, got to see all the set pieces. Grogu would wave at us. So I died. Um, I died there. Also, my bit was I just kept taking pictures of all of the things as close up as possible. So, like, everyone's face was, like, this, like, in my pictures. And I just, because I I think in my brain in that moment, this was, like, the last day of celebration. I was, like, everybody and their mother is, has good pictures. What if I just zoomed in on everyone's faces? And so I did. I did take a good picture of the Cobb Banth costume. Because there is a moment, Katrina, I can't remember if you had left yet, but like, no, because you were with Maggie. So we were all still in there. Everyone was like, oh, Rachel, there's the Matt Berry droid, because I mm -hmm. love what we do in the shadows. And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had started to just beeline, and no one knew what I was beelining for. And then Arsu saw it and was like, she found the cop vamp, <laughs> like, because I had just like, gone. And <sighs> I found cop vamp. Incredible. Yes. We should put your 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 close up photos up as a gallery on on our, yeah. our Instagram. Instagram will have the gallery pictures. Like this. Yeah, the, what the like dragon one is probably that dragon alien mm. that is in Boba Fett. That's probably my favorite close up because it's like <laughs> I'm acting it out for the listeners. I'm acting out what the dragon thing looks like, and I just kept zooming in that on Max Rebo. I did it. Um. I did on the things that they look like they have ball sacks on their face. Mm -hmm. Those things. I did oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're I did it on that. Like, I just kept doing it on all these aliens. I was like, this is funny. Got so many on the frog lady. She just looked disappointed in me. <laughs> um, but yeah. What's, oh, it was with you and Maggie that we also, for like a, a hot second, we were right behind Matthew Wood. Um, and he was like, 
Yeah, it, he was like explaining like the frog lady to like yeah. his kids or something. And I was like, I want to go slow and just like quietly stop the Matthew Wood tour because I really yeah. want to hear him keep talking. And in true me fashion, I just rolled up in there and I was like, ha! And just like proceeded to just do whatever I was going to do. And exactly. Then finally, like, I off immediately. Yeah. I was like, I'm all right, fine, go. I instantly was like, I don't know, bye. And then everyone afterwards was like, that was Matthew Wood. I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> I was like, this guy's just talking so much. I'm just trying to take pictures of the frog lady as close as possible. <laughs> oh, as much as I can. And then Christina was in love with Sabantha. Yes. Sabantha the Bantha. Dude, I could hold like a 30-minute conversation with that Bantha. And I did. Um, she was... So they had a fully puppeteered Grogu within the N1 Starfighter um, in the middle of the floor who would wave to you and like interact with you. But they also had um, a puppet, uh, Bantha, who was like full size that they used on the show. And the employees there had named her Sabantha. And she's like 40 years old and you can interact with her. It was just so cute. Like uh, it was, it was adorable. Like there are a bunch of photos across the internet now i'm sure but i thought it was a great i love stuff like that i love it when it's interactive and i think at one point you were like i love you samantha and she like she had a shy face and like turned away yes, I love this is the greatest day of everyone's lives this bantha's interacting uh, with everybody she's she was adorable and i need more stuff like that like i want a full-fledged puppeteer rancor next celebration I want interactions with the Rancor. In London. In London. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I, oh, I will. Saving money. Maybe by <sighs> then, Pedro Pascal will have been on the podcast, and they'll be like, yes, please, come right. to Star Wars. Just come on over. Come on in his private jet. Well, <laughs> yeah, his private jet. The, the Pedro plane. <laughs> oh, buddy. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> It was, a, it was an adventure. It was very fun. I'm so glad I did it. Mm. Um, I was so nervous, but we had so much fun. Um, and that's not all. We also have other news because yeah. it, it was celebration. So we, we took a little time. As I said earlier, a lot else has happened since then. Um, I guess, according to Katrina, I'm getting married. But um, yep. mm -hmm. uh, so also... We finally got a picture from The Last of Us that is not a grainy set picture that Yay! you can barely see his face. Granted, in the lead up to this, we had a couple that were like pretty good of um, Ellie and Joel, and those were really nice. I'm really excited, too, because my friend Sophie, I, I don't think she listens, but my friend Sophie Martin, shout out to her. I love her. She played the game because I'm bad at video games, she played the game so I could watch the playthrough, um, gave me the the uh, comic for the show, so for, for the series. So I'm really excited to read that too. But what we got were some pretty good sneaky set pictures of Joel and Ellie, but we got an actually HD picture of the two of them from Summer Game Fest, I believe it was. I've written it like four times, but I couldn't tell you what it is. Um, which has both Joel and Ellie hiding. And if you look, 
directly dead center in the back in very much a shadow there's a clicker oh wow yeah oh that's like our first real look at them yeah well we saw the back of our heads but yes this is the first picture that's like high depth you can actually see joel and ellie um and it's really cool i'm so excited about and they wrapped too Hmm. so i'm scared but i'll see it it's not that scary. I mean, granted, I, I don't... Okay. I'm bad about scary stuff, but I'm not bad about... Not, wait, I have it flip-flopped. I'm not bad about scary stuff, but I don't like zombies. Right. Um, and, like, The Walking Dead kind of pushed it a lot. Like, I watched it, but I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't really like zombie stuff. The game and everything, it does. it didn't bother me. And I think maybe because the clickers become weird... They don't look like Demogorgons, but they have, like, things on their face. That one looked like a Demogorgon. But, like, they have weird, like, growths and stuff. So they don't look like zombies. So it's a little bit more like, oh, I can handle this. Granted, we don't know what the show is going to be. They say it's going to be different than the game. Who knows? But. Invite us to the premiere. Huh? Just subliminal messaging. You know, just putting it out there. I feel like we should be there. I feel like we should get to go to the premiere. Yeah, I mean, we should. I thought you said when does the premiere? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, but no, 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 no. We I'm should just... go to the premiere. Um, you should hey, go to the HBO. Hey. <laughs> just saying. Um, I think we'd be great. Get well. What if we hosted it? I'm sure gamers right. would hate it, but like, what if we hosted it? Yeah. what if we we just hosted the whole premiere yeah but what if we just were the hosts and then we were like hey guys remember us we're Padre (laughs) Pascal look at how far we've gone yes (laughs) imagine we'd be like "Ah!" um but yeah that is it for the news (laughs) yes now let's spend five minutes on this movie all right, let's we're going to all right, we're going to get into this this movie that is part of a show that I have only briefly watched. I guess all right, I guess I should do this. Uh this is this is the rundown um if you could call it that because mm-hmm. part of the problem with this is I have to know the entire run of burn notice and i don't i've seen some episodes i like a lot because it is bruce campbell who i talked about earlier who was famous for the evil dead franchise i loved him as a child i love him as an adult i think he's fun he's charismatic he's very charming i'm not gonna watch all of burn notice sorry um so much tv is on my list and i fell off that show and never went back um, so watching this, I was like, I do not know how this connects to the larger show. I don't know if it's a flashback. I don't know if it's a standalone. I don't know what it is. So the the rest of this episode is vibes only, as the kids say. Um, and that's just the way it is. Because you know what? Pedro Pascal is very hot in it. And that's what counts. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'll preface it. I'm so sorry to the fans of Burn Notice, but... When I first found out about this, I somehow confused it for like Miami Vice. 
And I was like, oh, that show that was filmed in Miami, I didn't know Pedro was on that show. That's wild. And then I looked it up and I was like, when I first saw the the the, the mini TV movie, I guess it's I guess it's called, I was like, oh, is this like a parody movie that exists within this world? Like, what's what's the deal? So um, so that's the lens I viewed it through, uh, which made it even more interesting. I, I would like to think than it originally was. I, I would like to think it's something that someone within the world of Burn Notice is watching like as a TV movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, quick, quick, quick context. Basically, what's happening is you are watching as Sam, Bruce Campbell, is explaining why his mission fell apart to his higher ups and because uh, he is a military man a navy man, i don't know what it is navy air force one of them he's one of them he's in the the the, the nice little uh army military outfits um so he is telling them why his mission went awry and in telling him why his mission went awry he talks about this man named velacruz who is his kind of like contact when he goes to Columbia? Um, what a what a uh, you know lens into where Pedro Pascal was gonna go a couple years later um, because it is quite literally where they filmed Narcos, I think. Um, and so yeah, so it's just all about Vela Cruz kind of turning on. Vera Cruz, I'm see Ashley just texted me Vera Cruz. It is Vera Cruz. I don't know why I said Bella, but uh, I'm doing great. Um, Vera Cruz, my bad. It's all about like they're talking about basically murdering Bruce Campbell and turning on him and, and like getting away, like framing uh, this group that they are that are supposedly bad for like their action like Veracruz's team's actions and the whole TV movie is just kind of about how they're betraying each other because Veracruz do- doesn't realize that Sam knows Sam knows so he's trying to one up them and it's just kind of a boop doop doop doo back and forth and it's funny but not because yeah. I guess that is Burn Notice from what I remember of Burn Notice. Um, But yeah, like, it's kind of, it's cool because it is, again, I love Bruce Campbell. So it was cool to see Pedro Pascal and Bruce Campbell together because I've seen the pictures of Veracruz, did not know it was from this. So I didn't know that the other guy was Bruce Campbell. Yeah, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. I'm glad we've got that. It's like the equivalent of a, a, a Cajun Pedro Pascal uh, pairing. Yeah, well, because it's the energy. Like, for the listeners who don't know, Bruce Campbell has this energy about him that's kind of like, if you met a man that was like Bruce Campbell in real life, I'm sure you would be like, that man is a swarmy asshole. But there's something about Bruce Campbell that you're just like, oh, okay, well, I don't hate it. Uh-huh. Um. And it, it just works. And I think maybe it's because I, like, I grew up watching the Evil Dead movies. 
So I always loved Ash. And then Bruce Campbell has also been in all of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. He was just in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And Burn Notice was kind of like, he's been in other stuff, but Burn Notice was kind of the other big thing he did that was separate from all of that. So it was really kind of cool to see Bruce Campbell in a different element, even though he was still Bruce Campbell. Um, but yeah, like, I am sure if you were a fan of Burn Notice, this was a cool, cool thing. For me as a fan of Bruce Campbell and Pedro Pascal, I was like, that's what's cool about it. I have no idea what's going on in any of these characters' storylines or how it connects to a larger thing. Yeah. And that's about where I'm at too. Like I, you know, I enjoy it. Uh, I did enjoy watching it, but uh, I took it in from a first time viewers um, lens. Uh, so I think the biggest thing I can highlight here is that it, it, what, it did occur during Pedro's villain era, which I would like to label as like the 2010s. Um, yeah, this is 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So late 2010s sorry whatever right before game no, the beginning of the 2010s technically the 2010s right like not to do not the 2000s whatever i'm real tired <laughs> no you're right it's the beginning yeah, of so it's his, his villain era you know like he was out there playing bad guys left and right and they weren't like cinnamon roll bad guys yet they were bad guy bad guys and he was out there like yeah i'm gonna blow up some people and do some stuff and um, but his real motivation was pretty unclear to me um, the whole time. So it was just kind of like, oh, uh, I really like his haircut. Like, oh, he looks, like, he looks hot. He looks hot. He looks fantastic. Don't give me wrong. Here, uh, yeah, thank you for producer Ashley who got me this picture because it's Bruce Campbell and Pedro. Um, it was before he wore mustaches and everything. Yeah. Um, but he yeah. does have very long sideburns. Mm hmm. A chin yeah. beard. I don't know exactly what that is. But uh, he looks very clean. Yes. He, looks like he, looks, he just showered right before he, he came out to assault people. Yeah. He looks hot. Like one of the scenes that he's like, they're assaulting a teenager for trying to steal food. And like Bruce Campbell's like, hey, now, let's give her some food. Um, And so the energies are wild. I loved it though, because I was just like, I love these two. I don't know what's going on, but this is yeah. fine. Um, I do have to yeah. ask, Katrina, what was one of your theories that you have? About what, Veracruz? You just said you had theories, but you don't want to know. No. Well, so one of them was that it was an in-world movie. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, that it was my that, that, like, you know, They were all actors, and, like, somebody was, like, watching this from the regular show or something, you know? Like, because I wasn't aware that this was a, a Bruce Campbell show at the, the moment. So I was like, oh, okay. But I guess this is just, like, a TV movie, like a special or... Whatever, maybe it's the main character's favorite TV show, and that's what I'm watching right you, now. You were inspired by the film Lightyear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It, this is not Burn Notice. This is the Burn Notice that, like, the toy version of this Burn is the Notice. Movie that Jeffrey Donovan's character watched and inspired him to become a whatever he is, a spy. Exactly, exactly. Like this is the inspiration. Yeah, and so that's why it, it was so. The wackiness of it, like, kind of worked when I watched it through that lens. Um, and so my theory was that they were all just, like, actors. And, like, you know, this is Pedro Pascal was actually Pedro Pascal just playing someone in this movie. 
but in an in-world sense. So it was very meta to me. And I liked it that way. And I think if you watch it that way, it'll be a whole new movie for you. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think you're right. Jeffrey Donovan is in this movie. Uh, just learned a crazy fact. Sorry, I keep saying his name. Jeffrey Donovan plays Michael in Burn Notice, who is the main character who is not in this for more than five minutes. Um, mm-hmm. He's at a bar talking to Sam in the very beginning, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, directed this. Why I'm shook is because Jeffrey Donovan is American. I assumed that man was not American. I was like, that guy's like Irish. He's from Boston. Air- the Boston area is from Massachusetts. Oh. Um, fully, fully thought that man was Irish. Um, so that's a little crazy to learn in the middle of a podcast that I just assumed that guy wasn't from here. But he is. Um, and yeah, that's... I don't really have much else to say about Bernie. Yeah, you know, but I was, you know, this was a uh, reader or a, a viewer listener suggested um, episode. So I wanted to thank everybody who voted for it and, and suggested we watch it. It was cool. It was wacky. Um, it's good to see some vintage uh, Pedro out there. And especially as part of such a great cast. Like, look at that. That's, that's beautiful. We're looking at an image of, uh, Pedro and and uh, and Bruce Campbell and Bruce is in his. I'm gonna take it away. Yeah, I love. I just it's, oh, I love it so much. Bruce Campbell. I don't know. Again, I said I was going to do this. I was just going to talk about Bruce Campbell the whole time. Um, <laughs> and I'm sorry that if you thought putting them together was going to make me not talk about Bruce Campbell, I, you don't know me. But there's just. Their energy, I want them now in something that is not so connected to a larger thing that I don't know that much about. I want the two of them in just like a movie where it's like both of them have this kind of energy that you're like, I don't know what it is, but I just love them. So I Mm -hmm. want them to be in something that is less, I don't want to say less connected because if they were both in a Marvel movie, I would combust. But I mean like less. another original and then. Yeah. In this one, though, Bruce is the bad guy and Pedro's the hero. Bruce Switch Campbell, the bad guy era? Bruce, yes. Bruce Campbell, bad guy era. <gasps> He's been the hero too many times. Well, sure. If you could call Ash a hero. <laughs> I mean, Ash he's hero like, Ash was really like, I got roped into this shit. Now I gotta do it. I love Ashley Williams. Sorry, sorry to our producer whose name is Ashley, but I love Ashley Williams, also known as Ash, from the Evil Dead franchise oh so very much. He is imperfect, and those movies, while, like, I guess by today's standards are probably kind of sexist, I just love them because I love that they are so campy and weird, Mm -hmm. Um, and that they have created this huge fucking universe around them, um... And it's all about I just love Bruce Campbell. I love him so much. He's, he's like, a he's incredible. And and I want more I want another movie with him and Pedro in it very much. Yeah. So, so Katrina yeah. and I are gonna write that movie. Um and that's the next step for Pacho Pascal. Yes. We're gonna write a movie for Bruce Campbell. Exactly. We'll do a table read here and I'll do my best Pedro impression and you can do I'll your be best Bruce Campbell, impression. obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> And, and we're going to, yeah, we're going to do it. Let's just do it. Let's write that down. Put that on our assigned task list. We'll work on it. I'm sure my brother will not be 
angry at me for the rest of my life if I get to write a movie for Bruce Campbell before he does. It'll work. We'll do like a short film. Yeah, just a short film. Um, <laughs> I can't I can't dedicate my time to a full-fledged film. I'm sorry, Bruce. It, well, yeah, what we'll do is a movie. Yeah. We'll do a TV movie. Yeah, yeah, We'll do a short film version, and then we'll try to sell the long film version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to put on our, our best Bruce and Pedro um, uh, impressions. we, we got to work on that. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I got to get that energy down. Um, but, yeah, so what this now means is that we are into my favorite part of the episode, which is <clears throat> stash, stash, the stash on everybody's lips is gonna be Pedro's. Yay! Yes! It's time for stash of the week! Woo! Yes, there were no stashes in this production. No, as I previously stated, it was a weird sideburn situation. Uh, and and I didn't necessarily pick out a stash, so I'm going with a classic Photoshop image that I did myself. This one as Pedro, Pedro as the Teletubby sunshine, uh, just, just shining. You know, I feel like it's been a long day. We should all get to look at his happy face, just smiling there like the sunshine. You're yes. not incorrect. I know, it's a great stash, great stash. It is a great stash. Um, for me, I chose the first time I saw his. Oh wait, I'm so stupid. I kept saying this was the first time I saw him. I saw King Lear, so this is not the first time in person. I've seen the man before. Um, he was just playing a character. Uh, clarification for the wiki page: I have seen Pedro Pascal's face before in person. Cause never forget King Lear. The production we can't talk about, but this was the first time since Pedro Pascal that I saw Pedro Pascal. Um, and so I picked his little celebration look. He had this nice little outfit on that looked kind of like pajamas, um, but he looks so cute. I like the gray in his beard. Yeah, there's no gray right here. Um, he's a little gray in his beard. He's smiling, probably looking directly down that Red Sea. No, just straight at you, Rachel. Yeah. Right Look down there. There she is. She's so cool. <laughs> Who's the blonde girl? Is that Rachel? Her hair was brown before, but now it's blonde. Um, but yeah, that's my stash of the week. And yeah, any other thoughts, Katrina, on burn notice? The fall well, of San no, I'm, I'm, you know, it was a, a fun little watch. I'm glad we watched it. Uh, and I, yeah, now I really want that um, roll switch um, movie. Like, that's all I'm going to think about. Who knows what I'll be doing next time uh, I show up to this podcast. I may be like waving around the script like, no, forget everything we're doing. We're going to read this right now. Whoever's the guest, they're going to have to Sorry, they're going to have to read my script with me. Okay, that's just how it's going to have to be. We're ready. You're reading the stage directions. Go. Go. Brother. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, look, 
I liked it. He was hot. It was fun. I liked the energies. I like Bruce Campbell and I like Pedro Pascal. So it ruled. I just wish I had the time to watch all of Burn Notice um, before watching it. Granted, you don't have to watch all of Burn Notice before watching it. You have to watch the first four seasons. Did not have the time to watch the first four seasons of a USA Network television show. No. Um, wish that I did. But, yeah, so I realized we didn't talk about, we have some exciting stuff to come. We're going to start trying to push out merch. Mm-hmm. Um, when we hit a thousand Twitter followers, so get your friends to follow us on everything, like, subscribe, you know, the whole gambit. Yes. Um, we're going to do a giveaway um, when we hit a thousand. Um, and, yeah, we have a lot of stuff cooking. Like, pretend this yeah. is like a little witch's pot. I'm just cooking it in the <laughs> witch's pot. Yeah, we are, and we are really close. Like, we have, what, like 925 followers to go as of this recording um, when it comes to getting to 1,000 followers. So, or not 900, 125, what am I talking about? Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, I can do math, whatever. Like, go ahead, <laughs> tell your mom to follow us say it's cool it's all it's for it's so you can be a cool mom um, yeah go ahead and tag pedro pascal and things and just be like follow yeah. so then we're not the ones doing it just tag yeah, him and- people from the last of us just like tell them hey what's up we've got hey, your right host right here um we got two girls ready to go to the premiere yeah come on i was like <laughs> very close to where a premiere would be rachel can come crash my couch and we can host the premiere it'd be easy yeah Actually, I think that game is they're in Pittsburgh at one point or close to Pittsburgh. I'll go home. Yeah. I got places. Katrina and I can stay at my brother's. I'll, sorry to my brother and my sister-in-law. Our availability home. is open. It's open, HBO. Yeah. Fly me to Canada. I don't mind. It'd be so um, easy. Yeah. I'll swim somewhere if I have to. Um, <laughs> if it's in London, I'll just get in the water. Um, <laughs> It's me on the way to the Last of Us premiere. Come on, I feel like my let's are, go. My neighbors are having a party on a Thursday, and as we were doing that, I could just hear them cheering. Um, <laughs> the going, yeah, so that's yeah, what I assume HBO is doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of cool things coming, guys. I did like. I want to reiterate. I didn't not like the fall of Sam Max. I just didn't know enough of the lore of the full show of Burnos. I feel like I stopped after yeah. season two. Um, I like so- it. it was fun. Uh, I, you know, forgive me for constantly wanting to view it through the meta lens that I want to view it through. But yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 part of Burn Notice Legends. That's how I want to say it is. So we. I like, sorry, so before, before, before we end this, I do have to clarify. So, in your theory, Don Johnson is watching this movie? Yeah. Okay, here we yeah, go. Like, That's cool. He's watching this movie. Yeah. Don it's Johnson like, is like, mm-hmm. who's, who's this guy? Who's this Sam Axe guy? Exactly. <laughs> Oh yeah, and also there, yeah, this there was a lot we didn't get into because they like make a bomb at one point and run, 
there's like a scene. Like it's there's so so much. I wore this sports bra because it kind of matches. I don't know if you can see. It matches like everyone's costumes, um, <laughs> which is I went for a mix of both. But yeah, um, guys, I think we did it. If you want us to do another episode on this, give us notes. Send us yeah. exact things to talk about. Because otherwise, I'm going to talk about Bruce Campbell and then Katrina's going to be like, yeah, Miami Vice. So just... <laughs> this is what you signed yeah. up for. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, can't wait to watch. What is the other one? NYPD Blue? Can't wait yeah. for that. He's Blue like Jim a golf boy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and I watched a lot of NYPD Blue in my house because my mom loved Jimmy Smith. So yeah, I yeah, feel all like, moms. yeah, all moms love Jimmy Smith. Mm. I watched that really bad movie he did with Ellen Barkin where they, uh, I think it's called Switch. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's bad. Guys, uh, when I was a kid, I loved it, but uh, it is problematic. But Jimmy Smith is for our Jimmy Smith's podcast, What the Smiths? Coming yeah. soon. What's where we can't watch 90% of the things he was in in the 90s, but they're problematic in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just watch In the Heights on repeat. <laughs> yeah, basically. Let's not talk about how that role translated on stage either. <laughs> guys, whoo, buddy. Um, so, Katrina, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for Oh, Katrina. That's O H C A T. R-I-N-A. I'm going to be on like a whole bunch of tabletop shows and doing a bunch of stuff this summer. Um, and then, of course, you can find me here. Uh, and yeah, what about you, Rachel? Where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Rachel Leishman, on Instagram at Rachel underscore Leishman. You can find my work at the Mary Sue, where Chris Evans said he loves me. Um, and Taika said she's great, I believe. Hard to hear what he said. Pretty sure he said she's great. That's going to be on my tombstone. Um, <laughs> guys, make sure you like, subscribe, listen, tell your friends, comment on stuff. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Um, do all those things. Tell us what you want us to cover. Mm-hmm. Again, we're going to re- we're gonna watch NYPD Blue for Jimmy Smith at some point. <laughs> Sorry, Pedro Pascal. That's going to be another episode like this where I'm like, I'm going to talk about that other guy. But, yeah, just... Get the word out there. I don't know. Tag Pedro Pascal so he's like, here's the Padro Pascal again. Everyone keeps yelling it at me. Um, and yeah, guys, we did it. This was Burn Notice, the fall of Sam Axe. Tune in next time where I probably am still talking about Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Katrina, anything you want to say before we bounce? Uh, don't forget to flush the toilet. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.